uh, I wanted to mention what the Dover Library is doing because uh, I think it's awesome. Uh, so we all are aware of recycling your plastics, your bottles, stuff like that. But uh, the Dover Library wants to do something different. So all the caps from those plastic bottles, your laundry detergent, anything you can think of that's uh, the plastic caps. It's a, it's a different material than those uh, water bottles that you're used to. So we want to recycle those. And the way we're doing that is going and dropping them off at the Dover uh, Public Library uh, located on Walnut Street next to the high school. And uh, the goal is to um, have enough, about 200 pounds worth uh, of plastic caps. And uh, we're going to make a bench. And it's, uh, I'm assuming it'll be right outside over the public library so we can all see, um, you know, what the community was able to do. I'm sure a lot of you guys are going to get um, involved in this. There's already a lot of people that are. It's it's mainly it's we're all trying to do something positive in these times. And I think this is something that we all can, you know, put our heads together and, and focus on getting these plastic caps to the Dover Library. Uh, we thank you for, uh, for participating and we look forward to that bench being uh, located right outside the Dover Library. What's good, everybody? Welcome to 99 Miles Per Hour with me, your host, Percy Garner. Uh, this is a podcast, uh, but we also are on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment. We might respond if it's a nice one. Uh, but appreciate you tuning in. And uh, we don't have any new five-star ratings. I don't know what that's about, but come on, people. We'll read them on on the next episode if you, uh, you know, say something nice about us. But uh, I also want to make sure that you guys go check out all the podcasts on the Get Level Pod uh, network. And that is GetLevelPod.com, right? Yes. Uh, (laughs) I've only said it a couple times. Um, And then uh, also I wanted to share that this episode is sponsored by Your Pizza Shop. This pizza shop is over in New Philly, so it's local, even though we won't hold it against them that they're in Quaker territory. Uh, but here you can get chicken. I love some chicken. Wings. I love wings. Subs and pizza, of course. If you're looking to order online, you can go to yourpizzashop.com. Uh, super easy website. Get your order in. Get the food to your tummy. And it's all good. Just to let you know, it is the finest pizza anywhere. And then I have something serious I want to talk about before we get to our special guest today. Um, so this Saturday I woke up early to go speak in Willoughby, Ohio at a baseball tournament, uh, that was in memory. Well, I don't want to say in memory, but in honor of Ashton Statton. So he's a 12 year old, um, who was really good at baseball. And unfortunately he has uh, come down with a condition that, uh, his immune system attacks his brain. So, uh, he has shown progress. He opened his eyes this Saturday. So that was great. I got to meet his family. They're great. They're in good spirits. But they also would help. They do have a goal on GoFundMe, and I'll try to give the link to Josh. And I'm out of breath because I ran over here. But anyways, <laughs> the guest we got today uh, is a special guest. He is one of my coworkers, and uh, he is very, um, I guess, competitive and you know a very hard worker. And uh, he kind of inspires me every day when I come and see him. You know, and. Uh, it's someone that I think I wanted to have on the show for a minute, but 
you know, I didn't want to have too many Comdoc employees back to back to back. Um, this guy is from Dundee, Ohio. And his name is Drexel <laughs> Weber. <laughs> How you feeling, man? How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. That was a good plug. Appreciate <laughs> thank that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm uh, trying not to sweat right now. I'll catch my breath once you have a long story to tell us. But <laughs> um, I do appreciate you stopping by. I know you just got off work uh, coming from an appointment. Um, but, you know, I just want to introduce people. If you guys don't know Drexel, uh, you will. Um, but he is a very hard worker, very just climbing the ranks, you know, doing whatever he got to do. Um, and it, it, it's admiring because what are you, like 18? 23. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> close man i go to most appointments and people are like you're 16 how, how are you even here right now shouldn't you be in school so that's the typical well he, he left some facial hair on today just to show that he is of age you know? I've, only, I've only been trying to grow it for three months now but y'all. <laughs> oh man but um it's been a pleasure getting to know drex and uh we get to do that because we both work at comdoc and uh we got a good culture there where we get to you know dive, dive deep into other people's lives not just at work so i've got to learn a little bit about drex and uh, I want to have him on the episode so you guys can learn about uh, learn about him as well. So, I mean, just what's going on with you lately? Let's just start with some some things that you're going through or some things that you accomplished, you know, let people know what you're doing. Yeah, so um, my wife and I, uh, we, we've been together since we were 16 years old from, from Garraway, right? So I, I used to go to Dover, grew up um, down here, down, down on uh, Poplar Street, actually, so... Okay. I know what familiar I with a lot of the area and so I actually went to this church uh for a little bit growing up until we uh you know my parents separated and then I had moved out to Dundee so grew up out there um now I'm obviously grown up at 23 <laughs> <Are you? laughs> I know so we'll, we'll get into this whole like stuttering and not able to talk thing here a little bit too because that's that's one big plug that's one of the things you overcome so yeah yeah Drex has overcome uh, a lot in his life so um, we're going to get him to share a couple of things here. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, he's 23, you know, got a house already married, you know, some people out there 40 ain't done all that yet. So, uh, it, it's an honor to, you know, to, to know you Drex. And I know probably last year you were probably like, Oh my gosh, this is Percy Garner. But now you're just like, uh, for Percy sure. Garner. Growing up, I was like, am I really about to get to work with Percy Garner? So I've been there for like two years. And once I figured out you were getting hired, I was like, really? Like I was telling everybody we're getting right. Remember I was taking pictures with you yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. look at this ring. Let me send it to all my friends. Like <laughs> that's the same thing, man. You being in from T County and being in sales around here, man, like everybody knows who you are. It's such a big opportunity for you. It's such a big opportunity for our community, for Comdoc and whatnot. So, and yet um, I'm still not out selling tracks. <laughs> oh man, you'll get there. You'll definitely get there, man. <laughs> no, it's all good. But Hey, that's just, one of the things Drex is going to make sure he succeeds and uh, his work ethic has shown that. And we've got to, you know, do a little bit. And uh, what, what what's the word I want to say? Not co-op. We got to do things together. What does that mean? Like co-author? Well, yeah. Kind of well, yeah. Well, that's a better word that. than I was going for. So we'll take that. But Drex has, uh, you know, joined me on a lot of uh, my appointments and sales calls. So and I've done a little bit. With, he hasn't been successful with me because I, I don't really bring much to the table. But, uh, <laughs> well, referrals are key, man. When we're yeah. out here, I know a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, typically when we walk in, you got Percy's face, his smile, he is never frowning. Right. And I, same with me, man, there's not much negativity in my life. I don't like to keep that. You know, I just feel like if you have any type of just, um, yeah, just, just 
despair or anything. It, yeah. it just, you just don't have room for that. Right. So I may be sad for a few minutes and then I get over it depending on what it is, of course. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm about just, to say, if you lose a deal, you're kind of like, man, I'm like. upset for a minute. I don't, I don't typically lose, but <laughs> when I do lose, it's not very good. Right. No, no, no he's right. He's right. He's, I like to pick on him. Uh, I can tell when he's, <laughs> he's lost a deal or something like that. I'll like, Jax, what's wrong? He's like, Oh man. <laughs> but no, yeah. he, he's telling the truth though. He stays positive. Um, but I think we become, we're cut from the sand cloth. We don't, we don't think, you know, we we're both high energy guys, but we don't think that uh, negativity deserves our energy. So mm-hmm. uh, we point it in the right direction. But uh, so you've you've accomplished you've accomplished a lot so far at the age of twenty three. Um, I mean, there was no no college. What I guess let's back up a little bit. <laughs> so the childhood uh, growing up, you know, obviously you talk about your your parents splitting up and stuff like that. I went through the same thing. Did that affect you? Do you think that had a negative effect at all? Um. You know, when you talk about maybe like adversity and how, how you handle that, um, I, I would say that, you know, my, I was around my grandparents a lot and they taught me a good bit. Once my parents did divorce, um, it was kind of, it was a little bit of a rough patch and I, you know, mom was working a lot. Uh, my dad was working a lot. My mom ended up getting remarried. Uh, so it, it just, I didn't know my place sometimes, I guess it was kind of hard to, but don't get me wrong, like, we, I have great relationships with my parents now. Everything is 100%. But back then, as a kid, you don't know better, right? You're yeah. not sure what what to think of everything. So um, I started hanging around maybe the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I got in some trouble here and there. Um, not, like, a lot of trouble or anything. But, you know, back in, I'm, I'm okay with saying it. You know, everybody changes. But I was more interested in um, maybe just drinking alcohol as a young kid yeah, or maybe yeah. looking to get into some other stuff. And, yeah. uh, that was, that was leading me towards a really, really bad and dark place, I guess. But mm-hmm. my parents wouldn't have known that nobody knew that they were all working. They were just trying to provide for me and yeah. the older I get, I understand that. Um, but you know, I sought forward for, um, some different like coaches and stuff that have really taught me a lot. So, um, I don't know if you want to talk about that a little bit, how, well- I mean, I think it's important. Not, I mean, I know people can have great parents, but they still need teachers, coaches, you know, other outside uh, influences that, you know, impact them in a, a positive way. I mean, I, I had a great dad. My mom was a great parent, too, even though she, you know, uh, did get trouble with the law. But, you know, my grandparents, just like you said, yours, like all my both sides, my grandparents, you know, um, had a big impact on me. So I think you sharing that is very, you know, just for the young kids that, you know, maybe might be looking toward that type of stuff can realize like, look, there's other people out there that struggle with this. Um, but they were able to, you know, come out on top and with the support of people around the community. So I thought that's why I think it's important growing up around like a Tuscarawas County or something like that, just to, you know, not to saying that there isn't little small communities in big metropolis cities, but, you know, I think it's a little bit better when, you know, everybody knows everybody and people can, there are some negative things to that too, but, uh, I would say most of it is, is positive. Yeah. And, and someone like you, Drex, I can see how you can rebound because I've seen you overcome a couple of things. Well, I guess some of the things I didn't know, uh, but we'll get into that. But who do you, besides your grandparents, was there like, you know, wrestling coaches, football coaches, people like that, that kind of stood out that, you know, sparked a change? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so my... My, my dad uh, was there for everything and he still goes to everything I do, whether it's karaoke, um, whether it's any like flag football or basketball leagues, anything that I do, he's, he wants to be there. So it's, that's really cool. You always have that support, um, from him for sure. Um, 
and my mom always worked afternoons and stuff like that. So it's not that she didn't want to be there. She just, she couldn't for the most yeah. part. She was home health and stuff like that. So they need their time in the afternoons and stuff like that. So for that's sure. what she did. Yep. Um, but as I talk about like kind of that, I was just kind of a jerk. You know, I, <laughs> I got bullied as a kid a little bit because I was a wrestler and I sang and I had a really high voice, man. <laughs> I can tell you that. So everyone's always like, you sing higher than most girls, right? Yeah. Like, yeah well, <laughs> that's a skill. Puberty has to happen at some point. Right. And so maybe it's just a late bloomer. I don't know. But anyways, um, so I didn't hit a growth spurt until like my I don't know, probably junior year. Wait, you had a growth spurt? No, right. <laughs> Dude, my mom is four, nine. What? My mom is four, nine. And I'm really? now the tallest in my family. Dang. Yeah. Well, my immediate family. That's crazy. But anyways, yeah. It, Wait, how tall are you? Five eight. Oh, okay. Okay. I think. Yeah. So my dad's about, <laughs> I think my dad was five ten, and he shrunk now. Now he's getting older. So he's about five eight. Um, yeah. But uh, when we go back to like, I was kind of just, I didn't take any kind of feedback very well back then. So if my teachers told me to do anything, I was kind of disrespectful. Most adults, I would just try to fight and argue just to stand out just to make kids look at me and be like oh he's so cool because he can talk back to parents that was dumb <laughs> right like come on um or i would like just maybe purposely hurt myself or act like i hurt myself. i was pretty good at acting i would really? say just to make people like me or like feel bad for me yeah that was just a way of acting out i think as a kid yeah yeah so anyways um i think i really i really started changing my maturity at probably my junior year right when i started getting with my wife Okay. Things started changing a little bit. Uh, her family really took me in a good bit. And, uh, you know, we started going to church. Uh, Justin and Wander, tremendous parents to them. Um, nice. You know, Taylor, they always watched out for her. And maybe they didn't get to do, she didn't get to do what she always wanted to do. But I got to do anything I wanted to do anytime because <laughs> my parents, right, didn't care. Um, so I kind of helped her get out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And then she helped me she kind of simmer down a little, a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> right. And, and with that, I can, I can say, and I know we're getting ready to talk about impactful people in my life. I would definitely say it was, um, you know, my parents and uh, her parents for sure, okay. for sure. Um, and I think everything kind of flipped a switch. My junior year is at the end of the year, I got called in the principal's office and they said, Hey Drex, you're not allowed to play sports your senior year. And I said, what? So like, I just, you know, I wasn't very good at football as it was, but mm -hmm. I was a pretty decent wrestler. I was hoping to be a captain my senior year and stuff like that. But it really hit home because I was like, wow, what, what's going on? I just didn't go to school very mm -hmm. much. Like I was on the verge of being truant. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had, I never did my homework because I didn't care yeah. enough. And I wish going back like now, obviously I wish I did. Yeah. But um, I remember having to go to my chemistry teacher and saying, hey, and, and I was failing math and chemistry and I'm really good at numbers. <laughs> So like, I, I don't know why I just never did the homework. No I was effort, always no able effort. to test. I was able to, you know, do really well in, and I was never able to do the homework. Um, cause I just didn't have time for it. Apparently is what I thought. <laughs> you had better things to do, right? Yeah, exactly. So I remember going to my chemistry teacher and I begged and I actually cried. I yeah. was crying to her and saying, I, please, can I retake a test that I missed when I wasn't here? And she said, I don't do, I do not let anybody retest. I do not give extra credit. This is your grade. And this is what you're getting. I had, I literally had to cry. Dang. and beg as a junior like, i felt so bad and she finally let me retake it i studied for it i got an a and that put me into like a d plus or something like that <laughs> and let me pass so Dang. that was kind of a flip of a switch for me you know i almost had straight a's my senior year nice. because i understood how important it was to be able to play sports yeah taylor helped me out a lot with that just trying to if i ever had questions or i needed any help she was there for me so that's what's up. That's what's so up. that was good 
And then um, the other the other um, aspect when it comes to coaches, you know, Coach Wallach, Coach Patterson, Coach Gerber, Coach Miller, Coach yeah. Selhammer. I could talk to about all those wrestling coaches and those football coaches. Those are the guys that really invested in me and saw something in me, which really helped me grow. And, that, and that's even when you didn't really see anything in yourself. I saw time, nothing. Right? You're right. I saw nothing. I was like, what am I going to be? A lot of teachers were like, you're not going to be anything. You're not going to turn out to be anything because you're such a punk kid. Yeah. And I knew that growing up. Right. So just, just the fact that they had faith in me helped me build my faith in senior year. It came up. There was a wrestling match. Coach Selhammer, I always connected pretty well with. He always de- de- uh, dealt with like the heavyweight kids. Yeah. Cause, um, I think that's what he coached or I don't know anyways, but he, he dealt with more of the heavyweight kids and coach Gerber and coach Patterson were always more of the, the smaller guys. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was like, I don't know. I can't remember if I was like 10 and one or undefeated or if I was maybe something number. You I was, remember if you were undefeated. No, I was like 30. Yeah. I was like 39 and eight my senior year. So there was a few, it was, it was pretty. Yeah. Anyways, this Tussle, we were at Tussle and there was this kid who had, I was a little nervous about because I knew he was a pretty good from like what everybody said. Mm-hmm. Well, then I beat this kid from Tusky Valley the week before. And then I was about to wrestle. This kid was going to wrestle too. I wanted to scout him and I wanted to watch and I didn't have time because I had to go wrestle. So I go in, I pin my kid and the second period or something like that yeah. come off the uh, mat and coach Selhammer says, Hey Drex, he's like, you know, that kid that you pinned last week at home or whatever. And I was like, yeah, he's like, he just pinned that Tusla kid. You got this. And I was like, Oh my gosh, let's go. Yeah. Right? I was like pumped. I was going to win this tournament, get in there. <laughs> so we get up, we shake hands, we start wrestling. I, I find out this kid's really good. Like I can feel it, right? <laughs> you can tell when somebody's really good and you're like going at it with them. Um, he comes up, I stick him in the second period and pin him. And I come off the mat just so excited. Just let's go. Like, you yeah. know, coaches are all pumped up. And Coach Sammer looks at me and goes, Drex, you're so mental. And I was like, oh, thanks, Coach. Like, Why did he lie? Nice Tell me he, he lied to you. He did. He said, that kid is ranked sixth in the state. And you just pinned him. So he's like, he's like wrestling and is so mental. If you think you're going to lose going into a match, you've already lost the fight. Yeah. But if you go in thinking you're going to win, like you have such a better, um, you know, you have so your chances just double practically. Yeah. I so mean, that's, that's basically confidence. what me and Kevin Billy talked about on his podcast. That's- exactly. And, and so that has been part of my values and part of like what, what I live by daily. It's just, and something else, you know, Steve Van Horn always says, be a fountain not yep, a drain. Yep, right. Yep. So that kind of stuff. And don't cheat your family. You said all that stuff. a few There's times, a few times. Yeah. But that, those are a few things that I've always, and I'm not very good at like analogies. I'm not good at remembering things like that, but when those stick with me, man, like I, I actually try to live by it. So yeah. those are two instances I would say, you know, Selhammer was a big, big advocate for me. And, uh, even though he broke my arm, my uh, senior year, <laughs> but he, he like did a, did a wrestling move to me. I landed on it incorrectly. Man, did he feel bad, but really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Was that one of those acting moments where you're like, Oh my gosh. No, but no, it was really broke. No, see everybody looked around like, Oh, here we go. Drexel. Like, no, I, it literally was broken. Cause I was like, oh, I think my elbow is broken. It was definitely my wrist, but anyways, <laughs> but I mean, the, the confidence is kind of one to talk about. Like, do you think it just came from the, those teachers, coaches and everything just pouring into you? Or do you think it became because you started to, once they poured into you, you started to prepare and you started to get yourself in the right state of mind. And then that just led to the confidence. Or do you think it was, Oh, you had some success. So you just became confident just because you had some success. I didn't think I trusted in my abilities a lot. And I'm not saying it was all me because a lot of coaches are the ones that got me to where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and same with going forward. You know, I've had a lot of good leaders in my life that have helped me grow. Uh, you, you look at uh, Clinton Yoder, yeah. You know, which, which I, you met, he was one of my very good, um, friends at Provia when I worked there and, um, 
he, he was always a mentor to me. He always tried to help me any way nice. he could. Um, Eric Stutzman was also one of my bosses there who just, I absolutely love those guys. I don't do anything for them. Um, and then obviously Steve, yeah. as we're growing, Steve has just been real close with me and Chrissy. Yeah, like, Chrissy is my, <laughs> what would she's you my do without her? I don't know what I do, man. <laughs> I never would have got through the first two years. I can tell you that. <laughs> that's what's up though. Um, I mean, that's good. Cause I, I, I do admire that about you. I admire that when I see confidence in somebody, I'm like, hmm, cause I know that's the area I struggle in. I've talked about that a lot on this channel, but man, um, people, people to be around that are confident as can be as Caitlin Ray and Jackie Capuano. Yeah. Those two are the most confident people that I know. I mean, of, of course, like Steve and them, but our yeah. team is so our values are good. Our just everything that we stand for. It's just we have a really good team together, yeah. and everybody grows consistently. And I think that's what you know. Steve's done a really good job at keeping us all together. And, so. and the funny thing about Caitlin and Jackie is they're like three foot tall, like fifty pound <laughs> <Yeah>. women. <laughs> I are. mean, no offense, but they're just really little, and they show like Caitlin showed more courage on a couple of cold calls than I, and I, I'm like, and it's a woman that we're talking to. So I'm yeah. like bigger than both of these. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. And Caitlin's like, so, um, and you know, it just goes on about, it. I'm like, man, this is crazy. I need to need to get myself together. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I heard the story too. I was listening to a podcast the other day. I think it's the advanced selling podcast. And, um, they had said this, this little boy came up and sorry, I didn't mean to plug somebody else's podcast. Oh, you're good. You're good. Um, but they said, uh, <laughs> um, this little boy went to his mom and said, Hey mom, imagine that you are surrounded by 12 hungry tigers. What do you do? Mom said, I don't know, run like, yeah, are you actually going to run from 12 hungry? It's not going to happen. Right. And he just said, just stop imagining. I was like, man, like that's, that's good. And that's clever. Right. So before you go into a cold call, before you make that phone dial, anything like that, you're probably in your head already and you're imagining what if they, what am I going to say? What do I do? Man, just call, pick up the phone, go in, have a conversation. Yeah. And then if it leads to something great, but you can't be afraid to, to step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Like that's one thing that I've continuously starting to learn. And I do it too. Trust yeah. me. There's many times where I fake it till I make it. Man. Yeah, yeah. Right? So <laughs> that's funny that the Steve, you know, you drive past the place and you're like, Oh, there's not enough people there, you know, or you drive past and like, Oh, there's too many people there. So yeah. And all <laughs> of a sudden next week they're delivering a copier for yeah. somebody else. Right. That's our thing. <laughs> Great feeling, great feeling. Um, <clears throat> but I want to talk about another success story you've had. So uh, you told the story because we're both a part of uh, to- Toastmasters. And uh, if you don't know what Toastmasters is, it's a club. Uh, it's uh, it's very um, exclusive. <laughs> um, I don't think they're, they're – I know they're all over the world. But um, Cl- uh, Comdoc has a Toastmasters. And uh, me and Drex joined relatively the same time. Same time? Was that the open? Yeah, I yeah, think so. Yeah. It was open house. Open yep. house, okay. I, I went because there was food. So um. <laughs> That was exactly why you went too. <laughs> <laughs> but it turned out to be a great thing. But uh, Drex there. So I guess before you came to Comdoc, you used to have a, you stuttered and you like, apparently had a lisp. Yeah, so I, yeah, I had a lisp as a kid. Um, <laughs> and that was why, yeah, goodness gracious. My sister will even, she'll say it all the time. What was that? What was that thing you always used to say? So I think I was in maybe fourth grade or so. The lisp was... You know, I had a favorite sandwich. I loved salami. I loved lettuce and ranch dressing. So I would put that on a sandwich and eat it all the time. But my sister would make fun of me and she'd be like, Drexel, what's that? Sa-? She would be around all of her friends. She's like, what's that sandwich that you always like? And I was like, oh, a salami salad dressing sandwich. That's exactly how I'd say it too. And she, everyone would just bust up laughing. So I'm glad that we got that lisp out of the way. I can tell you that. That's good. Um, but, but then? The stuttering wise, I mean, it was more of, I was just so nervous. I've never spoke in public. I didn't go to college as we yeah. kind of talked about a little bit. So I, I think the confidence there on the professional side was definitely lacking. 
I, I, I just never could get up in front of people. I would, I would just fumble around, get real nervous, kind of get chills and just mm-hmm. shake really bad. And then I couldn't get what I wanted to say out. So that, I mean, I, I saw that happen the first day. Yeah. Toastmasters really, I, what it was, uh, <laughs> was it the open house? I don't remember if it was the when open we were house. doing the table topics. That's, that's what was the, the day I won. <laughs> yeah, it was. Where too. you pulled out the story and mine was about the cop being pulled over. Because that literally happened to you? Day. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely perfect. <laughs> it was real. And it said something about me having to, uh, there, was, there was a really bad accident and there was some fire trucks and stuff like that. And you have to explain, you know, they walked up to the police officer, or the police officer walked up to the family and said, and uh, I literally froze and was like, everything was fine. And everybody looked at me and I was like, blank everything was fine. The, the police officer said everything was fine. And everyone looked at me like, okay, okay. Like, are you going to keep going? And I was like, yeah. Um, so as I said, everything was fine. And like, I just kept that. That's it. And I was like, all right, I'm done. And so at the end, my bosses and everybody literally were like, yeah, we're going to pay for your membership because you definitely need to do this. Like, okay. So ever since then, it's kind of helped me a lot going virtual kind of it's a, it's a little bit harder. I'd say as it was in person, but yeah. you know, with, covid and the way things are going yeah. these days What's COVID? Oh, yeah what yeah. <laughs> well i mean even even after that though i mean before we went virtual you um i saw you obviously making strides but then you did that like halloween commercial with mike with mikey and i don't know who else was in the background but um you look like a completely different person yeah it's crazy <laughs> and I, I know you put that little testimony up on linkedin and you got a lot of positive feedback from sharing you know because that's what i said on kevin billy's podcast too like you know, people, when you're vulnerable, you know, people get closer. So they wanted to, they were like, oh, yeah, that's 100%. awesome. That's awesome. So, you know, you shared that, you know, I struggled stuttering, I struggled public speaking, but, you know, I wish you would have, put, like, posted that commercial, though. Did you post it? Um, it was posted on Comdoc's site, maybe? Yeah, I don't I don't know if I, I might have shared it. Yeah. I'm not sure. But you've come a long Halloween's way. And obviously, even on this podcast, yeah, Halloween is coming <laughs> up. And even on this podcast, you it's just flowing. But obviously, a podcast is more like, not public speaking, but right. more of like a conversation, which is why I love it. But the older I get, the more confident I get, I think. And the, the reason I say the more confident I get, it's it's from listening from Steve, listening to you, listening to everybody that talks, yeah. and just, just trying to pick up from you guys. There's nothing, I would never say that I did this on my own. I think that's one thing that I, I just, it's always a team effort. I always bring people into most of my deals. I can't say that I'm the one, I may have a good relationship with someone, yeah. but to be honest with you, there's someone who's better than me. There's someone that, that's something uh, Clippy always taught me too, Clinton Yoder. He always said, um, you know, there's smarter people than me. So if I want to run a business or something, then I'm going to hire people who are smarter than me mm. to actually help run that business. I don't care. Like some, some bosses and some people are like, that person might have the ability to take my job one day and I'm terrified of that. Yeah. That's not what you want to, no. you know what I mean? So you want people who are going to be able to help build and grow your business, right? Exactly. So that was one thing you surround yourself with good people, intelligent people, and you just grow from that. Yeah. And I think that's what we've done at Comdoc. So it's, it was for sure. It's been good. And I'm glad I got to, you know, just be a part of the team we got and, um, moving forward. I'm, I'm excited to see what you do. You know what I'm saying? You know, take Steve's job one of these days, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, real quick. Cause you know, you being successful in business, overcoming the speaking and stuff like that. Um, and then have just being very, I guess, competitive, and uh, I noticed it early on. I feel like my first month at Comdoc, you were talking about fighting everybody in the office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but where where do you think that came from? Do, is your family competitive? Was that you guys 
just growing up playing cards or playing football outside or what? Not really, man. So I didn't even start football until it was either. You didn't play smear the. I, I might have done say all that. that. Word yeah, now, yeah, I might have done all that. <laughs> but um, no, I. Uh, WWE was one of my biggest. Like hey. I loved watching that. And you always Wait, saw when you were win. watching it was WWE. It wasn't WWF. No, nah, I'm too young for that. Oh my! I know, God. right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get Josh a mic. I was born in '97, first. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> but wow. yeah, that that was one thing, and that's what made me want to actually wrestle was WWE. But then you know, after the first couple practices, Dad was like, "Dude, you can't drop kick anybody. You can't like, oh, okay, that makes sense, right?" Um, but that just continued. You know, Dad would always say, "Hey, if you win this match, I'll buy you an ice cream cone." Uh, that was one thing. So I always went out there, and I was always on the all-star ice cream team. Going, was, let's go. Yeah, I was like, let's go. Dad's going to buy me one if I win. So, I mean, that was his little way of pushing me to yeah. do it, right? But that, that is uh, that is hilarious just because that's what sparked me getting drafted uh, into the MLB. Literally, my coach was like, hey, if you throw harder than this, we were playing Louisville. If you throw harder than this pitcher, I'll get you a king-size Snickers bar. That's what he told there me. There you go, right? I was like, all right, for sure. Let's right. go. <laughs> And I went out there just like, rip nah, nah, nah. just rip them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was like my best game. And there's so many stats, uh, scouts there. It's just funny that that's what at that age, you know. Well, think about it in sales too, right? Yeah. We get up there, and all of a sudden, Jackie's dangling gift cards yeah. in front of us, like, "Hey, if you guys go what, load an app, yeah, then you you're go gonna do get a ten dollar. Yeah, go do your job. <laughs> oh, sweet, gift cards, right? Yeah, let's do it. All of a sudden, we have twenty app loads. To, yeah. I mean, that, that was last year for yeah, sure. Yeah, we yeah, gotta we do a little better right now. Sorry, Jackie. Sorry, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, oh, let's talk about your laugh. It's sort of like a oh, a white Eddie Murphy. Oh goodness, <laughs> talk about yours and what? <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> no, if I'm like, I'd be like, ah, like it's like super. I can't. Even, um, oh, we never, we didn't, we didn't touch on before. I get to the future, your career goals, and what you want to do in the community, and uh, yeah. you know, your what you see yourself doing more of moving forward is you know, something that you're kind of talented at, which kind of is backwards. So you don't like public speaking and all this <laughs> stuff, but for some reason you're okay with singing. Yeah. Yeah. And you that go to karaoke weird. all the time and you're, that is weird. you're in a band and you're just like, whatever. Um, what, when did you realize you could sing? Um, I always sang in the car as a kid and it, it's a funny story because I get told this story all the time. I don't remember it. I think I was four years old and I walked up, or we were at the VFW. My grandfather was in the Air Force, okay. so they always went. I kind of grew up at the VFW um, with them. They have karaoke night, and I would always go because I liked music. Mm -hmm. And my grandma was like, hey, put them up there. Let's go. Let's put Drexel up there. And they're like, okay. And so they start messing with the screen, and they're trying to turn. And my grandma goes, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm turning the screen. So he's, he can't read. What's it, Matt? <laughs> Just play the music. And they're like, okay. So I started singing, and I think that was kind of the start. You know, really? people would always ask me. Um, I was... Uh, like the in my second grade play, which we just found the tape for. My grandma gave no. me yesterday. I was like, no way. It was kind of <laughs> cool. Um, I liked. It was weird because I was. I was. I liked being the center of attention. So I was actually the lead character in our second grade play, and I had uh, like the most lines out of the entire play. So I had no wow. problem speaking then. Yeah, you are weird. It's so weird. I know, man. It's like the older I got, I kind of. Uh, well, yeah, you start to care about what people think. And exactly. All that stuff, yeah. And now, now I don't really care as much. I mean, it's completely, it depends, I guess, obviously. I would yeah. never want to hurt anybody's feelings. But well, back yeah, then, yeah. I didn't care either. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you, you have to show that to the, the, the team at Comdoc, your play, your second grade play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's on a VHS. So, if you get a VHS player uh, somewhere, I don't know if you can go on you, eBay. You know or, what a VHS is? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, 
you know, in the community for the most part, you know, um, I've won a lot of contests just singing and, uh, it, it's that's around Tuscarawas like, County or yeah. upward, okay. first town days. I think I've won it twice or three times. Oh, I've nice. won the Denison railroad days. Um, they used to have an Italian festival. Yeah. They used to have a karaoke idol or something there. And nice. so it was kind of cool. Those were like my tidbits. I have a bunch of trophies at home for them, but really now my wife just made me throw away my trophies. Really? Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I hung some of my stuff up, but. Well, yours was my, recent. My, All my yeah. trophies that I won are from 10, 12 years old. So, not, not, you know, we, I haven't won anything in a long time. So. Yeah. Oh, but, um, but like, okay, so you're doing well um, speaking. You like singing. And uh, you, the one thing I think is pretty funny about you is you, you like helping people. Like, you go out of your way just to. To help so if i get this house and i move you know i'm counting on you to help me move absolutely um, i do it all the time man <laughs> trust me a lot of people ask me for that maybe josh too but anyways uh <laughs> <laughs> josh <was> like what <laughs> so the future moving to the future like have you do you think about the future much or are you, are you like lebron no we just i just want to get better today honestly and, uh, <laughs> the, the, in the moment i'm more of that that's me for the most part you know i i want to make a positive impact in everybody's day if i can mm-hmm. and i want to leave a good mark i never want to upset anybody um you know if i can make some type of impact and that's the same way for like my dad my dad always was helping the someone else out it was never for him for the most part it was always if someone asked him for help he was doing it. so he helps all move all of his friends he helps um he'll, he'll help you do anything really and yeah. anytime i need something with my cars he'll help me out so i've learned that growing up so anytime someone needs help so like i enjoy going out in the field with you i enjoy going out in the field with andrew and um with mikey and all those guys because mm-hmm. it's it's helping an ultimate goal number one and you can learn from me i can learn from you and yeah. it's just it's just fun right yeah. when you have a good attitude when you can out there that, that's what's impactful and my day is made just making people laugh, making people just be in a good mood, helping people out, honestly. So nice. learn a lot of that, the values that Provia brought, I think, mm. helped me grow what's a lot. What's Provia? No, I'm joking. Yeah, what's Provia? Yeah. <laughs> Provia, baby. That's what's up. So where, where have you worked so far in your career? Um, So I worked at Provia for First. about, um, actually, I worked at Robin Industries for like, a month or two. Oh, okay, okay. And then you went like, to Provia? Yeah, because yeah, Wanda's mom was director of marketing there for like, or Wanda's mom, Taylor's mom, Wanda, <laughs> was there for um, 18 years, I think, as the director uh, of marketing. So nice. uh, she helped me get a plug-in, and I got there, and I worked there for about a year and a half, became a team lead. Um, I pretty much knew everything, how to mix the mud, how to make the stone siding. I mean, that's I worked in their stone plant nice. down in Zanesville. They built a new facility up here. Um, and then I got an opportunity at Lauren manufacturing, um, got a job and then got a supervisor position there. How old were you when you got the supervisor position? 19. That's what's up. Yeah. So that was good. Um, <laughs> so that was good. That was good. Yeah. It's just, again, I, I enjoy being a leader and trying to help, man. That was one of the toughest parts of my life though. I will say too, because again, my, my 23 year or my five year career, right? <laughs> toughest parts of my life. Goodness. Um, there was a lot of 40, 50 year old union workers that you were leading that I was the boss 19. Some of them were three years older or three times my age. Something, right. Uh, and so I was a little difficult at first. No, I was like, how is this punk kid going to help me? Yeah. And so they really tested me for a while. And I, I, it looked like I was doing bad because they didn't. But then what I found out and what I learned was one person was able to say, Hey, you know what? You know, what? I'll help you out. Right. Someone, he understands the, situation whether he likes it or not yeah so he's trying to teach me a little bit more and as people other people started to um i I would go out on the line and i would help 
make the rubber. I would help them string their line. I would help them mm. real. I would work with them. Yeah. And that's something I learned from Provia too. I did, was in their Provia leads. So um, I would help, I would work with them rather than um, work. Kind of boss them around. Correct. Or have, have them, them work, work for, for you. Me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that, that was a huge changer. And by the end of it, you know, once I left, now I have people saying, man, we miss you. We haven't seen you in a while. I'm like, oh, thanks. I appreciate that. So yeah. that kind of stuff up. is. So, so Drexel Weber, huh? So you go from this little, you know, turd to, to oh. something that, I mean, obviously we can't define you yet because you're still a baby, but. <laughs> I'm, I'm blessed every day, man. My wife is a huge impact for my day. She keeps me sane. For mm-hmm. the most part, right? Anything yeah. that I need, she's my rock. So um have to put that little plug in for her, of course, right? Taylor. Yeah, no. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> but um that's what's up. I mean, that's that's good. And I know you guys got family goals. Um, is there any career goals you have moving forward? Short term, long term, whatever, just You know what? And that's that's exactly what I kind of said. So of course I'm having, you know, last year I had a pretty good year. This year I'm having the a tremendous year yeah. compared to where I would where I would have thought it started. Um, and you know, next year, I, I always tell you guys, Hey, I'm scared for next month. Like, I don't know what I'm going to sell. I don't know what's going to happen. Right. Stuff he, is- always, he always says this, Josh, like, dude, I'm like, Drex, that was a good month, man. He's like, yeah, I have nothing left. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> and then he just kills it the next month, but that's good. That's good. That's good. That's so, good to have that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm ner- obviously not without prospecting so much this year because of COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a little nervous about next year. <laughs> I'm going to say it now. And maybe that's like my, Thing, but I, that keeps you going exactly if but you're that, like oh yeah i just it, got stuff sitting around you know, it drives good. me and makes me work harder mm-hmm. i will say so i'm excited to you know i want to be at the top of the food chain next year as well so i'm just going to continue to work mm-hmm. as hard as i can to be that that leader and if things come from it great if up. not i mean then it is what it is you know opportunities come up all the time regardless of what it is so i'm just blessed to have really good leadership and what what's uh what what's a strength of yours? My I would say my <laughs> this wasn't you weren't prepared tough. for no, this. No, you're right. I wasn't prepared <laughs> for that one. No, um, <laughs> I would say my my personality and my willingness to help people. Like I said, so yeah. most of my I I absolutely hate the term, and I tell everybody this. I hate the term salesman. Right? Yeah. yeah. Do I not say this all the time? I hate you looking at me being like, oh, here's another sales guy just trying to pitch me and sell me. That's not it. Like I want to go in and I want to be able to provide some kind of value and some kind of service for you and be a con- like a consult- yeah, consultant consultant yeah. rather than be a sales guy. So I think that helps me a good bit and I'm, I'm very coachable. So I feel like if you teach, if you show me how to do something, you teach me, um, then I feel like I can pick up on it pretty well. And that's you something tell- you developed though, because yeah. before you, there wasn't something that you were, you know, we're really big on. You like to, whenever you get feedback or constructive criticism, you're like, you know, yeah. that you, you kind of took it head on instead of, you know, receiving it. But now look at you, look at you. He's all grown up. <laughs> I love feedback now because it just, <clears throat> it just fuels my fire. Like if I do something wrong, I want to fix it. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing that if you ever give me negative feedback, I'm, I'm going to accept it and I'm going to want to, to fix it. So. Gotcha. Um, la- last question. What is a weakness that you, I mean, obviously you've become, you've overcome a lot of weaknesses at one point, but is there a weakness you still have that you want to get better in 2021? Um, I think like that's one thing that I'd like to ask everybody. So we, we went to that serve conference, right? Yeah. And they said, Hey, Thanks what are, for inviting me. you're welcome. Those, those blinders, blind spots, those yeah. blind spots that you have, right? 
you it, it's it's so powerful and i think to ask people to ask your significant other to ask your kids to ask your coworkers like what are my blind spots where can i get better what do you see that can negatively impact my career can it negatively impact you like how can we fix these things and you're not going to see at first you're probably going to be like i don't do that or what you know what i mean but yeah. you have to understand like hey um this is something that someone from the outside source is telling me that you need to to fix so um some of my blind spots that's something i want to ask you know yeah. like you well, they said to be some, careful though asking your wife Oh yeah, you're right. They did actually say that. <laughs> but if you, you want to be a good, dishes, yeah. you don't do the laundry. Like, no, I love you, babe. Just kidding. <laughs> well, they they did say that. Um, uh, do you remember that that start stop keep thing? I've actually asked that to my son, and it, it was pretty good. What should I start doing? What yeah, what should I stop doing? doing? What should I, I keep doing? doing? Yeah, and that was from Kevin Billy, and I'm like, I'm taking that one to the grave. I love that. Absolutely. As in, not keeping it a secret, but. That's going to be with me until I die. <laughs> I'm yeah. always going to ask someone, you know, especially someone I care about, like my my kids. And I haven't asked my wife yet. I got to get my head together before I do that. But <laughs> and you might not always like the answer, right? Yeah. That's what Kevin was kind of saying. Like, yeah. so I, and mean, I, I tell her that, though, like when she tells me something, I might give her a little, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually, you know, whether it's 10, 15 minutes later, I realize that, OK, I do need to fix this. Right. Yeah. So. And I feel like my wife would definitely be like, quit singing in the car, quit singing over top of the music. Like all the time. I just want to hear the music, right? That's, anywhere I go, man, I am singing. So, uh, Well, me and my wife, we like to sing too. We go to weddings all the time. Uh, if you want to uh, pay us to entertain at your wedding. No, I'm joking. We've done some karaoke together. Yeah, we have. We, we have. have. We have. What so. did we do? Yeah, Usher and yeah, Ludacris. Yeah. Should have got And then I did yeah, uh, like, Rude Boy. Oh, yeah. You know Rude Boy, Josh? Oh, my gosh. It's Rihanna. Go home, put it on for Steph. Oh, he's oh yeah, yeah. Me and Steph, we jammed it that song all the time. <laughs> but um, oh but no, this has been fun, man. I'm um, it's it's been a pleasure having you on, and uh, I I do look forward to you know obviously continue the relationship, and um, I guess I guess I'll see you some point this time this week. I guess. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, we we always call each other, or we always have something to talk about for the yeah. most part. So um, yeah, we help each other. I bounce stuff off each other. You know, we were obsessed with our our flyers. Yeah, <laughs> last year, this year, couldn't really go hand them out, but yeah, um, but we always have good times out there. So if you see us out there, yes, I mean honestly, we just give us give your give money. Us, no, I'm joking. Yeah, give us yeah, give us your money. <laughs> Bruce has got a house to sell or a house to yes, pay for. Yes, uh, I will have to uh, try to outdo you next year to pay for this oh house if we God. get it. If we get it, don't yeah. jinx it. Sorry, right? sorry. Damn, no, I'm just- knock on wood. <laughs> but no, I appreciate you having you uh, having yeah, you here with us, Josh. Uh, usually, I thank you at the beginning, but thanks for everything that you do for 99 miles per hour. <laughs> and um, I uh, appreciate you guys listening. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode with, with Drex. And uh, hopefully you got to know him a little bit. Hit him up on social media. His social medias will be in the description. Uh, do you have social media? I do. Yeah, I have, I have Facebook and uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Do you yeah. have Instagram, Twitter? I don't have an Instagram. I do have a Twitter. I don't really use my Twitter too much. Gotcha. I mean, sometimes I see too much negativity on Twitter, so I like to stay clear. And like mm-hmm. I said, like I, I enjoy being an advocate in the community. So a lot of things, you know, I've been asked to uh, unfortunately i can't coach um yeah, yeah. because of our, our work or, schedule yeah. but i've asked a few times and and just just to be able to be a positive influence in some of those kids lives because i understand how it was yeah with some right so yeah. just having a bad well i don't want to say bad because it wasn't bad don't 
don't get me shot by my parents or anything, but <laughs> that home life, like I said, like sometimes maybe it could be a little bit better. Some kids are just Well, maybe struggling. if it's bad, if you're worried they're going to shoot you. No, yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But if, if a kid's struggling or something, I, 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 that's one thing that when we talk about future, like how can I make an impact? That would be one thing that I'd like to do. Yeah, paying it forward. Yeah. I would like to have a one day where I don't have to worry about the time. I just want to donate my time. Obviously, donating money is great, but, you know, spending time with people I think is a little bit more valuable. And uh, yeah. That's always my goal, you know. I want to. What's that P word? When you when you give a lot of money and time. You don't know it either. Come on. Um, Bill Gates. He's he's a philanthropist. That's what I want to be. Is that what it is? Sure. Google. Yep, that's Google it. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that new iPhone's coming out, guys. <laughs> no. Pre-ordering it November. Uh, this what? November. Right? Oh, you're getting the big one. I I'm forgot you're Max. big. Oh, yeah, my I gosh. like my big ones. That's what. Sh- <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh come on, purse. <laughs> hey, I got Caleb. I had to get you. <laughs> yeah, you bet. yeah. But no, seriously. Um, when I wrap things up, this always happens. But um, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, remember to subscribe, or if you are listening, uh, if you do not watch this on YouTube, uh, and you just listen in your headphones uh, on Apple Podcasts, we appreciate you. I will be. One of these years, um, putting up videos on Facebook uh, and not just on YouTube. So we'll put it everywhere. And, uh, you know, hopefully you enjoy the content. We like making it. Um, well, Josh does most of it. But <clears throat> but uh, we enjoy it. And uh, hopefully you do as well. So uh, until then, what do I want to say? I want to say a Mr. Bond quote. <laughs> Make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. Peace.